I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. Today, we go inside this year's Big Ears Festival. I'll be talking to promoter and curator Ashley Caps, along with Harold Budd, Nick Bearsh, and ECM Records, about this mammoth ear-bending festival that takes place on March 21 through 24. Before we clean out our ears, I want to tell you about a great new album out by Kevin Keller called Ice Worlds. Kevin has been an Echo's favorite for many years, combining classical influences and beautiful, subtle sound design to create wonderfully visceral and emotional soundscapes. Keller was the first musician to whom I applied the term ambient chamber music. But with Ice Worlds, he's traded in strings for an array of vintage synthesizers and modern samplers, conjuring up beautiful and often joyful images of snow-shrouded landscapes and distant cold planets. There's a reason it's the Echo's CD of the Month for March. Kevin Keller's Ice Worlds is available from iTunes, Amazon, Bandcamp, and other online retailers. And now, open your mind for the musical delights of the Big Ears Festival 2019. This year is the 10th anniversary of the Big Ears Festival, which was born in February of 2009. They skipped 2011, 12, and 13, but it's been consistently growing in reputation and breadth ever since. The festival is put together by Ashley Capps of AC Entertainment, who also produced Bonnaroo, among other events. But Big Ears is something different and something hard to define. Ask Ashley Caps if there is a central theme to this year's Big Ears, and he takes you on a circuitous path. When Rhiannon Giddens told me about this uh, special project with the Nashville Ballet, we, um, you know, I got very, very intrigued and excited by that. You can take my body, you can take my bones, you can take my blood, but not my soul. The Maplethorpe piece that Bryce Desner and Roomful of Teeth are presenting is something that uh, we were discussing pretty early on as well. Alvin Lussier had uh, been an, uh, a composer who we were very interested in having at the festival for years now. Oh, Harold Budd. You know, for the first time in a while, he's also very interested in delving back into his older work and presenting some of that live. That is a consolidation of about a five-minute answer, and if you couldn't locate a central theme there, you weren't the only one. Those are all the strands, though, that kind of weave together, and then you, uh, you know, you build from that. Many festivals are programmed in a way that keeps things in a box, 
And I like to think of Big Ears as being about opening the box and exploring connections. But if there is a center to Big Ears 2019, it might be their celebration of ECM Records' 50th anniversary. I'm pretty sure it's the largest um, focus of ECM musicians that's ever happened in the in in this country. That's Sarah Humphreys, the United States label head of ECM Records, where she has worked for 26 years. Speaking on Skype from ECM's Manhattan office, she says there will be some 20 ECM artists at the festival, with performers like the Art Ensemble of Chicago, Kim Kashkashian, and Meredith Monk, it fits right in with the Big Ears philosophy. I think what makes uh, ECM such a unique label is the fact that it's um, documenting music from all kinds of genres, from jazz and very core classical, very pulse-driven music, atmospheric music, ambient music. Big Ears philosophy is not just across the festival as a whole, it's embodied in many individual artists as well. The Swiss band Nick Bersch's Ronin create a minimalist jazz that they call Zen Funk. ECM has a lot of classical music in the new series and they have a strong uh, jazz tradition and one interesting uh, critic from uh, Germany, Ulrich Steinmetzger, said once, we are filling the gap in between. Harold Budd is another example of what Ashley Capps is talking about. He began as a jazz musician, then started composing avant-garde chamber music. An association with Brian Eno and his ambient series made him an avatar of ambient chamber music. And now he finds himself writing works that many would call classical. But he doesn't want to be part of that milieu. I don't really admire that world very much. That's a very snotty thing to say, but... Nonetheless, it's, uh, I just spoke the truth. That's it. Although the Big Ears Festival is a bastion of the avant-garde, Harold Budd won't have that either. He recalls his distaste as a bonding moment with another composer, Daniel Lentz. It was the first guy I ever met, I mean, a, a composer, an artist, who thought the avant-garde was as ridiculous as I did. And so we agreed immediately on a really essential idea that, well, okay, the avant-garde is hopeless. We were not reactionaries, we were just the opposite. We were, we were uh, progressives post-avant-garde. Harold Budd will perform at three Big Ears events, a string ensemble program with Acme, a percussion program with Neefnorf, and a long-form performance version with an ensemble of As Long As I Can Hold My Breath from his album Avalon Sutra.
important part of the Big Ears Festival has been the Drone Zone. This is a slow-motion, long-form aesthetic born from Indian, Tibetan, Celtic, and other music, and given voice in modern times by Lamont Young, Brian Eno, Steve Roach, Lou Reed, and many others. Among them is Alvin Lussier. His compositions, music on a long, thin wire, and I Am Sitting in a Room are classics of the drone genre. Lussier, now 87 years old, will be at the festival, and his legacy will be there in the form of 12-hour drone all-night flight, Dreams of the Whirlwind. Ashley Caps. The drone is one of the fundamentals of music. And, um, you know, the, the idea of the 12-hour the, the all-night flight drone, which we launched last year for the first time, and uh, we're building upon this year, Taking place from midnight to noon during one day of the festival, one might ask if this is a more of an endurance test. I think one of the great values of, of Big Ears is, uh, you know, pushing things uh, to the limit, so to speak, or, or pushing us all out of our comfort zone and offering these experiences that really cannot be uh, replicated easily elsewhere. The 12-hour drone only exacerbates one of the dilemmas of the festival, how to take it all in. During a two-hour span on Friday alone, you have the choice of British rocker spiritualized, classical violinist Kim Kashkashian, folk singer Rhiannon Giddens, avant-garde jazzers Parker Schlippenbach and Lytton, and avant-garde singer Meredith Monk, plus about five other artists. There are multiple performances taking place in multiple venues simultaneously throughout the four days. Although some of the performances of the festival may put you in a transcendent state, the fact is, no matter how big your ears are, you only have one body that can be in one place at a time. I hear you. You know, it's a huge challenge for me personally during the weekend. You know, I'm, I'm surprised at how few people actually complain about it. And, you know, I think once people get into the flow of the whole experience, a lot of times, uh, you know, beyond the obvious of I've got to go see this, uh, people enjoy the uh, unexpected and the, and the flow of the experience as much as anything. Or just follow Harold Budd's approach. I'll spend a couple of days finding out what in the hell it is, okay. You can find out what it's all about at Big Ears Festival 2019, which takes place March 21st through the 24th in Knoxville, Tennessee. The extensive lineup, tickets, and other information can be had at BigEarsFestival.org. Tickets are still available for Big Ears at BigEarsFestival.org. There's also a link on the posting for this podcast. 
Next week on the Echoes podcast, I go acoustic when we hear the tragic tale behind the new album by Yagel called Yuna. Yagel makes a chamber music sound for piano and guitar that's really beautiful. I'm John DiLiberto. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast. See you next week, tonight, or online right now on Echoes. Echoes.